Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, what, is, what are the characteristics about Rip that you think make him so attractive to women? Um, I mean, shit, there's a lot of them. On Yellowstone, certain actors are more like the characters they play than others. In recent weeks, we've spoken with Kelly Riley, Luke Grimes, and Kelsey Aspill, three actors that don't have much in common with Beth Dutton, Casey Dutton, and Monica. Today's guests are different. Cole Hauser plays Rip Wheeler in Piper Parabo, plays Summer Higgins, and there's more than a kernel of truth to both of their performances. In fact, as you'll soon learn, Piper was cast after Yellowstone creator Taylor Sheridan started to get real curious about her arrest record. Yep, she got locked up and came out of it with a part on television's most talked about show. I'm Addison Hager and Sterling Whitaker joins me once again to talk about his latest interviews. He's been our go-to for cast and character insight and analysis. And today we'll go deep on Cole Hauser's inspiration, his character's future as a married man on Yellowstone, and why everyone on this show seems so dang happy to talk about it all. Seriously, can you imagine having a job like that? A quick reminder to tap follow on the podcast platform you're listening to and leave a rating or review if possible. Archive interviews with the actors that play Beth, Casey, and Monica can be found in recent episodes of the Dutton Rules podcast. Join the conversation with an email at staff at and let us know who your favorites are on screen and off. We'd appreciate a five-star rating as well, but mostly, we just hope you'll tell one friend about the Dutton Rules podcast, the go-to for Yellowstone and 1883 after-show conversation, and interviews courtesy of Taste of Country writer Sterling Whitaker, who I'll bring into the room right now. All right. Hey, Sterling. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be talking about, we're not talking about one actor, but we have two in the can today, interview-wise, which I am pumped about. Yeah. Um, and just kicking this off, I'll start where we begin every time we talk. The question that I always like asking you, what were you hoping to find out from Cole Hauser? Gosh, going into the Cole interview, I had so many questions, mainly about Rip and how he sees the character developing, you know, it's such a dark character and, and, and with so many different things going on. So I, I just really wanted to, to explore some of that. And, and uh, boy, he really jumped in with both feet as well. I mean, he was, he was just great. <laughs> yeah. What aspect, what was your favorite um, nugget that you pulled from, from that? I was really most interested because I asked him about, what does a happy ending look like for Rip? You know, if Rip, if a, if a person with that much of a dark background can have a happy ending. And yeah. he, he went into a, a long, really, really great answer about that that I really appreciated. Well, I'm excited to hear it in a little bit. We won't, we won't tease it too much so people can hear the interview coming up. But 
A few weeks ago, you broke down the best and worst Taylor Sheridan movies that led him to making Yellowstone. How familiar are you with Cole Hauser's catalog, and has anything he's done previously been similar to his character of Rip Wheeler on the show? You know, I was not as familiar with Colt prior to Yellowstone. What's really interesting is that we've all seen this guy in projects, but we do not know that we he saw him in those projects because yeah. he looks so completely different as this character. You know, he was in School Ties. He was in Days to Confused. He was even in Good Will Hunting, and he's just unrecognizable in that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. You know, as a matter of fact, he was on, I think, uh, Instagram. He shared an old photo from the Goodwill Hunting shoot. I think it was for Ben Affleck's birthday, wishing him a happy birthday. And fans were stunned. They said, I never knew that was him. You know, and I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't recall it at all. Well, even if you look at Getty Images, I mean, he looks obviously similar to Rip in those. But even those, I mean, I have had to do a double take sometime of... You know, the Rip Wheeler is much more rugged mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. huskier look than what, you know, Cole has sported in the past. Absolutely. He looks very, very different in real life from the character. So, yeah, he's he's got a long filmography, but I don't necessarily think anything that I'm aware of really compares to Yellowstone. I, you can't really say there's another character from the past that's prepared him for this role. Well, and you had even said in a in a previous conversation that, in a way, Cole kind of embodies Rip in his just demeanor and kind of the way that, you know, he expresses himself. <laughs> well, what I find really, really interesting about him, he he's not much for small talk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. And that he has that in common with Rip very much. I mean, he you ask him a question, he just barrels into the answer immediately you know, like all right <laughs> yeah he, he just no holds barred basically when he's answering questions which i find really uh i found it really refreshing i thought it was really fun and uh he's also like we said he doesn't look like this character in real life and what i noticed about him what i've seen in some other uh interviews and in the one that i did is that when he's completely out of character he's completely out of character hmm. he's He's himself. If you see him with red hair and no beard and he's being interviewed, he's Cole. Mm -hmm. But the more he takes on the character and the more he alters his appearance, the more he becomes more like Rip. And so he's sort of quasi-Rip-like in the interview yeah. that I did with him because he's partly in the look of the character. I, I get the feeling if he would have had the hat and the jacket on, he would have just been like <laughs> taking swings at the camera or something. <laughs> Right, wouldn't have been in complete rip mentality, right. <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Well, we'll unpack this interview after listeners have a chance to hear it first. But I want to know what you think might come of Rip and Beth as season four draws to a close. Are they going to get married? You know, what is what is going to happen with them? That's a great question. Uh, obviously, they, you know, are, are headed to work marriage. And mm -hmm. one really interesting storyline this year is that she asked him to take her on a horseback ride so that she can find an unspoiled location that's not the same old place for them to get married. So you, you, you do have to wonder if, you know, is there a happy ending coming for this season where they get married or, you know, mm -hmm. does somebody barrel into the middle of their ceremony and start shooting? <laughs> you know? Which 
you never know. Yellowstone, that would be on on trend for them. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. And, of course, right now there's also this the subplot of Carter who, you yeah. know, uh, unexpectedly uh, they've they've got this young boy living with them now. Mm-hmm. Okay, stay right there, Sterling, as there is something about this interview I need to ask you about. You're listening to Dutton Rules, a Yellowstone 1883 podcast, and this is actor Cole Hauser talking to our own Sterling Whitaker. What's your favorite? There's been so much speculation with fans online going into the new season. What's the weirdest or or your favorite uh, theory that you've seen as to how season three transitions into season four as to who did it all? Um, You know, I don't surf the internet or go on social media, so I I don't know what (laughs) that, but I mean, I've I've been asked, you know, here and there, you know, does Beth die? Does John die? And does, you know, Casey die? And I say, you know, shit, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> and they look at me like you're full of shit. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, so I don't, I don't really engage in that stuff. But um, yeah, that's funny. This is a show that uh, it it really is is a show kind of like Game of Thrones, where any given character is up for grabs to live or die at any time. Do you sign a day to day contract to come to work on this show? I mean, is, do you worry about your own character arc just suddenly getting sliced off? Uh, no, not really. But um, I think, you know, the great thing about Taylor's writing and his style and the shows he's done in the, you know, the, the past and the films um, is, you know, you never know. And that's what kind of makes him such a special, you know, creator and storyteller is, you know, anybody could go at any time. And I, I feel like on this show, you know, you know, if, if he feels that, that, that character is, you know, kind of, live the life and is done with it, then that'll be that. So, um, but no, I don't go to work and worry too much about it. I mean, it's, uh, it's not up to me. I got you. I got you. Your, your character is the focus of a lot of uh, female attention online. Again, I know you say you don't do social media, but it's interesting that the female sort of lust for your character is focused on the character rather than the actor. Uh, what, is, what are the characteristics about Rip that you think make him so attractive to women? I mean, shit, there's a lot of them. I would say, uh, you know, loyalty, honor, love. Um, those three alone, I think, you know, most women are looking for in, in a relationship with a man. Um, I think, you know, the kind of passion that he has for Beth and, and the way that he loves her, um, which is unequivocal. Um, I think, you know, the way that he expresses his emotion, um, uh, the friendship that he's, you know, uh, expressed, you know, the, the loyalty to the family. I mean, there's just, you know, I, I think all of those things, I, I don't think just women either. I think it's, it's men as well. I think that the, the response I've gotten both sides uh, for this character has been um, pretty wild. Very cool. There's a little bit of a softer side uh, that's coming out over, over last season and going into this season of RIP. Uh, what constitutes a happy ending for a character who's, who's had such a dark, troubled time? Um, I think a happy ending is, I mean, I, I think Rip is, you know, right now, you know, <clears throat> before everybody gets, you know, hurt and almost killed. I mean, uh, I think he's, he's in that place of happiness, you know, um, he's doing what he wants to do. I mean, he's, he's been given this wonderful cabin by John. Um, he's in love, you know, um, 
he's ranching and, and doing the only thing he knows and loves to do. So I think, you know, prior to this, you know, kind of cliffhanger on season three and this, you know, these kind of almost near death experiences, you know, for all these characters, um, I think he's about as happy as he's ever been. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That was Cole Hauser and Sterling Whitaker talking prior to the start of Season 4 of Yellowstone. Share your thoughts in the review section of Apple Podcasts or email staff at tasteofcountry.com with any questions or fan theories. Sterling, Cole says he wasn't here for any fan theories, but do you believe him? You know, that was so, so interesting. He basically said that he doesn't surf the internet, which, <sighs> you know, like, what do you live in a cabin? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, that's hard not to do. I mean... He, he's got some good discipline, I guess, is what that boils down to. Yeah, you know, and maybe, I mean, I, I wish I'd explored that a little bit more. I should have followed up with that and asked him why he doesn't do that. But I yeah. could guess, I guess I could see if you just really didn't want to get tainted by other people's opinions of what your work is, you know, mm. why you might try to stay away from that sort of thing. Um being as popular a show as that is and as many different opinions as there are in the culture about the various things that could get overwhelming. I would think if you started down that rabbit hole. So, well, I think that's interesting too, of, you know, with what his personality seems like is kind of a no BS type of person anyways. And so he's like, (laughs) why would I spend time looking at stuff, you know, just kind of one track. Right. Right. And I mean, that's really interesting. And, you know, you and I both know what that's like to have your work commented on endlessly right. and not always in a positive fashion. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I, I don't have that discipline there. I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading those comments. Maybe I should take a note from Cole is what I'm hearing. <laughs> the other thing I find striking is that he doesn't seem too afraid of being out of a job anytime soon. Whereas Jefferson White, who plays Jimmy, very much worried that he might die on screen at any time. <laughs> is Cole is Cole Hauser that much like Rip Wheeler? Well, you know, who knows what his contract with the show is like? Maybe he has uh-huh. some ironclad six-year contract or something <laughs> that we don't know about. Um, but I did ask him, you know, because uh, they will. They'll just turn any character off like a light switch on that show, basically, yeah. anytime they feel like it. And so uh, I asked him as a joking way, I said, do you just sign a week to week contract you know, when you go <laughs> to work? And he just kind of laughed and he said, you know, the reality of this is uh, whenever, you know, whenever Taylor feels like a character has wrapped, he's going to wrap that character. And that's the way it is, you know. Um, he, do- he doesn't seem too worried, though. No, I mean, how do you, you know. The thing is this, there's some real tentpole characters in this mm-hmm. show, and Rip mm-hmm. is really one of the central ones. And Absolutely. So you wouldn't think that you would try to remove that. It would be like, basically, Beth, John, and Rip seem irreplaceable in this show, along with probably Casey, you know. Mm-hmm. 
what else are you going to do if you if you take away those tentpole characters? Right. Well, and especially with the whole Carter now and with Beth and Rip, it's like, well, yeah, you remove even from their little family unit and you don't have the you, you don't have the drama or any of the above is what you don't have. Right. Our second interview is with Piper Parabo, who plays newcomer Summer Higgins in season four. Did you know that she and John Dutton have a romantic relationship before talking to her? I did not. That was a pretty big reveal. Yes. <laughs> surprising turn of events right there. Absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah, 100%. What did you, like, prior to talking to her, kind of how did you think she was going to be a component in it all? Well, the only thing we knew about her character prior to it actually beginning to air is that she was a protester. So that's really Uh all I had to go on. Uh, And so (laughs) I, I started there, basically. I have more questions about this interview, but I don't want to spoil the actual interview. Enjoy Piper Parabo and Sterling talking via Zoom on Dutton Rules. Good morning, Piper. How are you? Good, Sterling. How are you? I'm doing very well. I appreciate you doing this today. Thanks very much. It's my pleasure. I love this show so much. It's actually so fun to talk about. (laughs) So you're a political activist in real life. I Uh, am, yeah. Do you consider that prep for this role? Did it lead to getting this role? It did, actually. Um, I had a dinner with Taylor Sheridan, who writes Yellowstone and and his family. And um, it was uh, after I had been part of a, a big protest and it came up at dinner and he I had gotten arrested for civil disobedience in this protest. And he was really interested in that. And we started talking about it. He kind of wanted to know all the nuts and bolts and exactly how it works. And that's the kind of storyteller he is, you know, he gets interested in something and just keeps digging and digging and digging. And so about uh, six months later, he called and said he'd written this part. How cool. Yeah, it was written especially for you. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, you're joining a show that's been going for several seasons, you're joining at its absolute commercial peak. What's it like to join this huge machine that's already going for you? I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the show. So I've been watching since the beginning and I felt really lucky because I had seen, you know, the end of season three where everybody is in danger and, you know, Beth and Casey and John, it's all seems like you could lose them all at the end of season four. <laughs> right. And so I was so happy that I joined in season four because I could read the scripts and know that everybody was okay. It was really hard to keep it a secret because um, so many of my friends and family watched the show and they kept bugging me, especially to know if Beth was okay. But um, <laughs> it was really, it was really fun to join it at that point. That's really, really cool. Um your character, how do you differ from your character? You're both activists, but of, of a different type, obviously. Yeah, um, animal rights and environmental rights um, are not really issues. I have worked on some environmental rights issues, more like water, um, water safety um, for public drinking water. But uh, so we don't really overlap in in um, issues. Uh, so I had to learn a lot about how those systems work. But um I really can relate to Summer's passion to stand up and speak out about the things she cares about. And I think we've seen that a lot across um, our country and also across the globe, uh, 
so much in the last few years. And so it's really fun to play a character who is standing up for what she believes in, in a moment when that's happening across the world. Yeah. You're thrown directly into the deep end the second you're on screen. I mean, all this action, and then you're directly into one-on-one scenes with Kevin Costner. No, you know, was there any intimidation factor walking into such a bunch of hot scenes and then this Academy Award winner and I mean, it's so crazy. Summer's first scene, like all of these guys just come in like guns a blazing, <laughs> like screeching to a halt. Casey jumps out, pulls his weapon immediately. I was like, okay, this is like a lot for day one. But um, it was exciting and it was a little intimidating. My first day with Kevin, I was a little, uh, you know, he's a real movie star. Yeah. And so it's a little when you do a scene with somebody like that, you have this whole history of film that you've seen, you know, Bull Durham and Dances with Wolves and Field of Dreams and just so many films that are kind of in your mind the first moment you see him. It's a little confusing, but he he's such a good actor and he's directed so many films that you get down to the work really quickly because he's so calm and steady. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Your yeah. uh, summer runs afoul of Beth almost immediately, <laughs> and that's not a good place to be. Can you ever envision uh, a time when their interests would more align? Because these are two very strong women. If they got together on something, they could run this thing, you know, basically. Yeah. I mean, if I could have told Summer beforehand who to watch out for, Beth would be at the top of that list. Um, I think when you meet John Dutton, you think he's the boss. You don't really realize <laughs> that there's another boss sitting right next to him. So um, Summer's going in with her eyes closed a little bit. <clears throat> but but yeah, I agree with you that that in a way, Beth and Summer both want to protect the land. And so if you could get them on the same side you might be able to get something done. Yeah. Do you, do you envision that Summer and the Duttons will change each other's views of things as time goes on? That's one of the things that I really liked about this part is that it's, it's people coming from really opposite sides of an issue that sort of gain a lot of understanding from talking and sitting across a table from each other. Sometimes sitting across the table from each other doesn't work very well with the Duttons, but I think <laughs> where you sit down with people and can talk, you learn a lot. And I think uh, Taylor thought about that a lot when he was introducing a character like Summer into this world, that there's a lot she can learn from them and vice versa. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That was Piper Parabo and Sterling Whitaker, who is rejoining me now to unpack that interview. You started right off with a question about her being arrested. Normally, us journalists put that juicy stuff at the end in case someone hangs up. Were you nervous she might not want to talk about it? Not really. Um, you know, a person who 
is passionate enough about what they believe in to go get arrested for it is mm. probably not yeah. going to be hesitant to talk about it, you know? Uh, so I wasn't afraid to ask that question. And, and you know, you've met me. I come into every conversation <laughs> hot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ready just, to test the waters out. Yeah. Not afraid. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not much for chit chat. <laughs> so I, uh, especially in interviews, you have a set amount of time. I like to get yes. right in there and start to rock, you know? Well, and, and to that point, did you intentionally ask that question first or just it kind of just naturally of how you had it all lined up? It, it just seemed like the place to start. It, it actually <laughs> led to the, the casting of the character. And so I was interested to ask her about that. And yeah. interestingly enough, I did not know prior to talking to her that this character was written for her because of her activism and not the other way around. She didn't land the role because she was an activist. The role got written because she was an activist. Which I think is so cool. And essentially, I mean, Piper is playing herself. She's playing Summer, but in a way, she's doing what she knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which I think is cool to see the acting part portrayed because it's, you know, it's a lot of times just more natural because <laughs> she's not having to act. Although I will say she and Summer are very, very different on a personal personality mm-hmm. level. Hmm. What In what regards would you say that? Well, Summer is not a person with a lot of humor. So far, at least. She's quite, quite serious. Uh, yes. Whereas Piper is an up person, you know, a person who mm-hmm. obviously has some really passionate beliefs, but she's fun to talk to. She's really a blast. Yeah. What's really remarkable is how much the entire cast really enjoys working on this show. Cole may have had the lowest energy, but everyone else, especially to your point, you know, Piper, was really enthusiastic about going to work every day. Do you think that is rare on a television show? I've never seen it to this degree. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you always hear about various uh, problems on set or whatever, and, and you definitely get some, because uh, I used to be in a TV beat for a while before I was ever in country. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you usually get a sense of how a, a set is working by what you get from people in interviews. And this one, I will say, you just get the picture that these People really, really enjoy the work. They really enjoy one another. And you get the sense that they are very aware that they're a part of something special. This isn't just yeah. some TV show that they go in, you know, uh, and, and punch the clock and it airs every week. They're, they're building a TV legacy right now for yeah. themselves. And you can tell that that pride really resonates with all of these people. Hmm. Which is cool. I think that definitely builds a unique on-camera chemistry when it's, you know, created off first. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the kind of work that 10, 15, 20 years from now, these people will be making part of their living going to Yellowstone conventions and stuff like that, you know. That's Sterling Whitaker, the man with all the deep questions for Yellowstone and 1883's cast of characters. Sterling was invited to a roundtable that featured all the major cast members from 1883, the new Paramount Plus series. You can find highlights from those conversations and more in the Dutton Rules archive. I'm Addison Hager, and Billy Dukes and I will be back soon to break the next episodes of Yellowstone in 1883. Thanks to the thousands who've listened and all five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, Dutton Rules, a Yellowstone in 1883 podcast is written by myself and Billy Dukes and produced by Billy Dukes. If you've not yet tapped follow, please do it now on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening. Dutton Rules is another great Town Square Media podcast. (laughs) 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.